The Forever Bogus Podcast is brought to you by Ed's Retro Arcade and Chili. That's right, folks. If you're ever in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, be sure to stop into Big Ed's Retro Arcade and Chili. You know, good times, chili, retro gaming, what else do you want? That's right. If you're looking for a nostalgic good time, check out Ed's Retro Arcade and Chili. NSYNC guy or a Backstreet Boys guy? I was NSYNC guy all the way. Were you? Yeah, I was more. I was into Disney, and like NSYNC was wow. on Disney Channel all the time. That I, I'm bummed out. I, I was just gonna say they seemed more Disney, and there they is a, there is a reason for that. Yes, because most of them were on the Mickey Mouse Club. When I think of NSYNC, I think of shiny pants. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Were you an active InSync listener or were you? Yes. Oh, oh, interesting. I was kind of obsessed. Like I would get different wow. like, Teen Bop, like magazines and stuff. Wow. I got made fun of, especially by my family. I'm, su- <laughs> I'm it's surprised. It's so sad. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised this is the first time we heard about this. Anyway, <laughs> welcome to the Forever Bogus Podcast. Yeah. Hey, you know what? <laughs> It's okay to like NSYNC. Um, it is okay. Even at this age, it is okay to like NSYNC. And it's me, your boy that loves NSYNC, I guess. B-boy Bogus Bryce. I am gathered here always and forever by, we're pretty much conjoined twins by now, mm-hmm. but your dog, J-Dog. J-Dog. Hey, listen, folks, little word of advice right at the top of the new season. Don't give yourself a nickname because you have to live with that for a really forever. long time. Yeah, forever. forever bogus. Yeah. yeah, see, it's okay if somebody gives you that nickname and then you're constantly called that for the rest of your life until the last day that you're on this earth. But when you give yourself a specific nickname that was from middle school, you're locked in for life, buddy. Well, you know... um, I went to high school with somebody whose nickname was Butternuts because there was a rumor that he put peanut butter on his nuts and let his dog lick it off. And that followed him literally for 20 years. And he was a very, very kind of scrawny, um, awkward, weaselly guy. And (laughs) and then I just he was pushed over. I mean, he was pushed over the edge. We're we're lucky he wasn't a school whatever but shooter uh, yeah. yeah i don't even want to say it but yeah. but for real I, I don't want to either it only it turned late. around when he like post college i mean now we're in our 30s and he, he's totally pushing in the opposite direction going don't fucking call me there <laughs> is his real name kyle i can't say it. i can't say it. <laughs> but jamie guess what yeah the boys are back in town. We are getting the band back together. It's been way too long, yeah. but the Forever Bogus is officially back. Yeah, we have a lot of stuff in store. Um, what's that joke about comebacks? Oh yeah, um, with uh, Kim Kardashian. Is that right? Well, she did. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do this, J Dog. We're not going to do this. We're not going to do this. Come on, I teed that one uh, up for you. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. But uh, we want to, we don't want to touch on it for too long, but we're back. We've got a great sponsor, Ed's Retro Arcade and Chili. Yes. He wants to have more of like a hands-on approach with us. Yeah. And uh, in doing so, he's helping us decide or select the different things that we'll be covering on the show. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna see how that plays out. But yes, we are, uh, 
<laughs> We're trying something I'm new, kind guys. Of excited We're about trying it. something new, guys. Yes, and yes, yes. So what does Big us. Ed have on the menu today? Do you remember fucking Godzilla from 1998? Are you talking about 1998's epic summer blockbuster, Godzilla? Woo! Did you see this in the theater? I sure did. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I I think it was opening weekend. I don't believe it was opening night, but it was definitely opening weekend. I saw this opening night, and I have a very clear <laughs> memory of, like, not even the movie. What's weird, I remember the day. And I okay. remember standing on my friend's porch waiting for my parents to come get me. And uh, now, you know how you got weird neighborhood kids in your town? Did oh, you have course. weird neighborhood kids? I think everybody oh, yeah. does, Chad right? was one of them. But they're Eric not, was they're not like your friends. Maybe they're your friends a little bit, but they're just sort of like no, weird they're, goblins No, they're friends because you are in the same neighborhood. Yeah, proximity. Now, yes. when you went to a friend who lived kind of far away and you saw the mutants that lived in his town like the, these are your <laughs> the ghouls oh, just yeah. goblins seething and crawling around yes. with snots and scabbed knees like, you're like I gotta get out of this place I was waiting for my mom and dad to come pick me up so we could go see Matthew Broderick and Godzilla 1998 yep. baby yeah. and uh, I was at my friend's house and I one of his neighborhood goblins showed up it just walked up just walked, you know, he wasn't even hanging out with us, just walked up. We were sitting on his porch. He walks up the walkway. And then and we're like, hey, what's up? And he's like, imagine if you were alien and you had 10 hundred dicks and you had them all suck at the same time. And then <laughs> he didn't he, even say hi? And then No, he didn't even say hi. And then he walked away. And then my parents came and got me and they went. And we saw Godzilla. And I don't even remember oh Godzilla. I remember that kid walking Were you up just there. so confused by that statement? You were thinking about that just for the, the remainder of the day? You're like, how would that The feel? mutants of other towns. <laughs> and this was the summertime because this is the big summertime blockbuster. Actually, yes. I'd like to bring up that this one is directed by Roland Emmerich. Who, uh, oh, I thought I thought it was written, directed, and starred by Matthew Broderick. <laughs> well, that is funny because whenever this movie gets talked about, it is called Matthew Broderick's Godzilla. No, no you know because really? it's just the one he's in it. I, whenever I talk about it, I say okay, Matthew okay. Broderick. Godzilla. That's fair. Like um, after after you ask them about the alien with the hundred dicks being sucked, you ask them about ten, Matthew Broderick's Godzilla. Di- and like, sorry, ten hundred dicks. But you re- you got to re- he had like a speech impediment, so you have to replace the the <laughs> n in ten with an m. Ten hundred dicks. Ten hundred dicks. Um, <laughs> and I was like, what is this fucking? What is the water on this side of town? The mutants. Seriously, kids. maybe it's the lead. It's the lead and all the paint, probably. Yeah, it's all the it's all the it's all the lead and paint from the Trendmaster toys of the uh, from <laughs> yeah. Godzilla '98. But we'll get into that. And later. the asbestos that yeah. went into the plastic. <laughs> um, no, Roland. This is a Roland Emmerich joint. Yes, it is, and he's best known for Stargate and Independence Day, of course. Independence Day, of course. Yeah, which came out like I think it came out the year before Godzilla, right? Uh, I believe so. I, Roland Emmerich is kind of the master of the um, disaster movie or manipulation because yeah. he really he really reels you in, and then you're so disappointed after. Oh, the movie. oh well, he, <laughs> re, very recently he made a movie called uh, Moonfall. Did you hear? about I haven't this? seen that one. I actually heard good things about it. Wow, really? Oh, maybe it's not the movie I'm thinking of then. Uh, if I'm to understand the premise super correctly, is that the the moon uh, is uh, taken over by a, you know, mechanical biological species, and so the it, it takes control of the moon and it ta- attacks the Earth from the moon. So Interesting. the moon cool gains concept. 
sentience and attacks the earth. So Roland Emmerich is still at it. I think this one bombed hard, so you know his days might be numbered. Yeah. But he's the master of the disaster movie. I think he also did um, what is that? Thousand something weeks later, thirty eight days. One of those. Oh, the day after. Day after tomorrow. Yes. There we go. Jesus. Yeah, day Christ. after tomorrow. Yeah, he yeah. did. And you're right. He is like the king of disaster movies, yeah. and that really kind of plays into this one because. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but did you feel like this movie was less about Godzilla and was more like less of like a monster movie, but more of a disaster movie? I definitely, when I think about this movie, I don't, I definitely, the first thing I think of is the uh, textural VHS tape. Oh, of course. But when yes. I think about the movie itself, I don't think about Godzilla. I think about like water pushing through the subway and like rain and. Uh, it, it, more about it, you know. It could be a tornado. You could take Godzilla out of this yes. movie and make it a tornado. I think. Yes, like I mean, this was during the resurgence in the '90s of disaster movies because you had Twister, yeah. Volcano, fucking Armageddon, and Independence Day. Yeah, uh, Independence Day, I love. It's good. I'd say it's probably his his best. Yeah, I mean, you have. To, I think you got to be nostalgic for it. I think if you've never seen it welcome to earth boom will, you know? will smith saved that film if will yes. smith was not in that it probably wouldn't have been as nostalgic or as good as we remember before he was slapping people in the face he was slapping aliens in the face and welcome <laughs> yeah. to earth welcome to earth welcome to earth <laughs> he was preparing yeah yeah but i mean do you feel like the amount of godzilla screen time is underwhelming in godzilla well gosh you know um there was a there's a deal with this movie. There's a reason why that is. Uh, it is underwhelming. You're correct. And the reason why that is, is because they were looking to have this movie printed on a very specific kind of film, and they didn't okay. have that film available to them. So they had worked all the CGI in preparation uh, for the resolution and aspect ratio of that oh, film, and they didn't get it. So okay. he looks like shit. He looks worse. He Actually, does. if you there's a re-release Blu-ray version of this movie where they touch that up and fix it so it looks like how it's how it's supposed to, but it's a, it's basically a mistake. It's a huge giant mistake. Damn, yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's kind of tragic in a way because I'm sure a lot of money was was sunk into the CGI for that. This was a doomed set in 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 more ways. I mean, you ever hear about like the '90s island of Doctor Moreau and and shit like that? Yes. And how, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is just as doomed, but nobody talks about it. You know, for whatever reason, I, nobody talks about this movie at all. I think we're the only I, people. Uh, potentially, yeah. I mean, that, that would be pretty interesting. But every time I bring up Godzilla 1998, it's always this kind of confusion of like, yeah, I went and saw it, but I haven't really thought about it since then. Yeah. Th there's a there's a there's a whole lot of reasons for that, and but. You know, <laughs> it's not a movie to think about. Uh, they gave him kind of a square head. Did you hear that um, they did this thing for this movie? I guess the, the marketing team, they sent out fake images of what their Godzilla was going to look like in this 1998 <laughs> Roland Emmerich um, okay. sent So all the people who are going to be potential sponsors for the movie and make merchandise... They sent them a fake image of what he was going to look like, and it was mm. he was skinnier and he had a pointier nose and stuff like that. Okay, and they did it with the intent to see if they could they could trust those sponsors. So they are, sent. Wait, I'm sorry. Are you talking about Matthew Broderick? Like they sent like headshots of oh, him? Oh no no no, Godzilla. And their design of Godzilla. <laughs> wait, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> was, that a, was that a riff? It's just it was. It Is that was a, a Sunday bit. morning riff. Of course. <laughs> no, no, no. They they sent pictures uh, of their Godzilla around to the potential sponsors. 
and it was a fake one because it was a test. They were seeing if they could trust the sponsors um, okay. to with to keep that image secret because they they wanted it to be big reveal what he was going to look like. And Fruit of the Loom leaked the the fake <gasps> image, so no. they said, "Sorry, Fruit of the Loom, you're not making any Godzilla 1998 stuff." <laughs> and they and they got and that was it and that that's they lost out. Dude. So if you look if you look up uh, if you Google uh, Godzilla 1998 Fruit of the Loom, you will find an image that looks kind of like the Godzilla in this movie, but it's not. And and those guys they could they were like I'm so excited, we just look at underwear all day. Now we're getting the first Everybody's look at Godzilla. See this. Yeah. yeah, I mean you know once you work in corporate America, you realize that nobody really knows what's going on. Yeah. My company was involved with. Do you remember that big scam? Uh, they had the in the nineties. They had the monopoly thing at McDonald's, and people. Oh yeah, my company yep. printed those. No shit. Yeah, yeah. The company I work for now printed. They, they those have a little the documentary 90s. about about that whole scandal. Yeah, on dude. HBO, it was really really good. And uh, but we're, we're we're getting off topic. We here, are. Though. We are. We Godzilla, nineteen ninety eight Godzilla. What did you think of Matthew Broderick's performance in this? Does it guide you in any direction when thinking about his performance when you realize that he is wearing a wetsuit underneath his outfit through the whole movie? What? Yeah, so <laughs> what? they uh they this this is just one example of this movie being doomed and I'm glad you brought up his f- performance because I do think that him wearing a wetsuit has a lot to do with it. So Okay. Was this his own decision? No, no. So they filmed they filmed a lot in Hawaii. Okay. There was a lot of rain uh, on the set, uh, some artificial and some real. Okay. Uh, but they had every actor who was going to be soaked wear a wetsuit underneath their, their regular screen outfit. And so, <laughs> but it's, it doesn't stop there. This gets really interesting. So Matthew Broderick, he was in this television interview and he was saying, you know, everybody in the cast had to wear these wetsuits under their costume. And he was like, it was a pain in the fucking ass. Like, and I'm sure it was hot as fuck. He said it was hot as fuck. But his main complaint was that the zipper zipped up in the back. And so he was like, what? I, it, you can't go to the bathroom without somebody helping you and you can't get it on and off. And it was really hard. To oh, try. that's so and frustrating. He was, he was doing this for, you know, shooting for a couple weeks and he's like, I, f- I want to quit this movie because of this fucking wetsuit. Like, this sucks. Huh. And he's standing outside of his trailer one day getting ready to shoot. And he's standing there with uh, Hank Azaria, who's also in the film. Yeah. And he's like, do these wetsuits not make you want to quit? And, and Hank's like, it's, it's, it's okay. <laughs> and he's like, it, it zips up in the back. And they're like, what? Matthew Broderick had been putting his wetsuit on backwards for like the first two months of shooting. <laughs> and nobody like said and anything to him. Nobody said anything. And he was just having a hard time going to the bathroom and he what was having an a hard idiot. time. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and that was, you know, that's just one example of, of the, the set being completely doomed. I mean, yeah, that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> there was another instance of that where, where uh, there was like, uh, Toho obviously is a studio who owns Godzilla outright, and they gave TriStar or whoever you know they gave the parent company who was producing this one. This basically this document with all these rules like Godzilla has to have this many toes, he can't be killed. Okay, uh, his tail has to be this long in comparison to his body. Like they, ha- it's very like brand identity stuff. Interesting. And the designer just ignored that all. And he was just, he just made God, he just made him how he wanted to look. And so there was, yeah, there was a bit, it was just a doomed set all around. It, it sounds like it. And I, and I remember reading an article about this way back when, because I was, this movie was hyped up 
And I remember reading an article and they were wanting to do a whole trilogy of Godzilla movies. Like this is kind of like a resurgence or a reboot of the original three, which is interesting because this one has no comparison to the original, like 1954 or 56, whatever Godzilla, like nothing that's compared to it. And when big Ed gave this, gave this to us, I was kind of excited because I haven't. I was pretty bummed out. I thought this was a rough start to our Iraqi. I'm going to be honest. (laughs) I think it was a rocky start to our new business relationship. Why is that? Why? You and I are VHS hunters. We love old movies. This is the kind of movie that you find with Jerry Maguire and Prince of the Dam, Princess mm. of the Damned, in every okay. thrift store ever. It is yeah. a junk movie. It stinks. They knew that they stunk, so they included a uh, uh, characters that were supposed to be Siskel and Ebert. Did you yes, catch that? But that that was a jab at them because they didn't like Independence Day. They and dunked they on hated, Independence Day. Yeah. They hated Stargate. So, but that that was a fail on their part too because they could have. I think they even said to the director, like, in response to it, like, why didn't you let Godzilla eat us? Wouldn't that be the <laughs> ultimate comeback? So they're like, fuck, I, I messed up once again. But anyway, the, the point I'm trying to get to is that I was excited about this because when I watched it in theaters, I remember enjoying it. Hmm. But when, you know, I got this from, from Big Ed, I was thinking, why haven't I revisited this? And then I popped it in and rewatched it. And I mean, of course, now I realize it's a terrible movie for multiple reasons. And it all makes sense, like you said, with it being like doomed from the get go set. But but I believe this all falls back on their marketing campaign. Marketing was sick because marketing was really sick. It was unbelievable. And this is not their first go in making an unbelievable marketing campaign. You remember from Stargate, the teasers or the trailers was this big buildup to the gate opening, and then that was it. Yeah. So you had to go see the movie to see what was beyond the gate. Same thing with Independence Day. I think the trailer was 15 seconds long, and it was just the White House exploding. So you had to go see like what happened. <laughs> but same thing with Godzilla. Their trailers was... One of them, I think, was like uh, a Japanese... Uh, fishermen fishing and there's like a big rumble and then you see godzilla's eye oh it goes so much deeper but you know that trailer where he stomp it's it's very very short it's not even a trailer it's a teaser he stomps his foot through the museum and crushes the dinosaur bones it's supposed to be like yes look out jurassic park we got big fucking reptiles too yeah that cost um six hundred thousand dollars and they never used that shot in the movie that doesn't surprise me they, they did the same thing with uh taco bell marketing they they shot a bunch oh, of extra yeah. stuff. The the oh my god, the Taco Bell marketing killed it. But that was because their budget alone was twenty million dollars for for marketing. Twenty million dollars just for Taco Bell marketing. That included just all the for commercials. Taco Bell marketing. Just Holy for Taco shit. Bell. I'm sure you remember the taco commercials where, uh, you know, New York is all uh, trying to run around trying to get away from Godzilla, and then the Taco Bell dog came out. It was like, oh, here, yes, lizard, yes, lizard. Yes. Like, holy shit. Holy shit. I didn't shit. remember it until you were saying, and I kept trying to remember it. And in my head, I had a false memory of uh, him eating a big taco. And I <laughs> guess that never rad, happened. Yeah. That would have been sick. <laughs> okay, 90s commercial. Picture this in your head. It's fuzzy. Okay. It's got like the CRT TV. People running, ah, they're screaming, they're looking up, they're pointing, it's huge. Ah, ah. And then the camera pans and it's a big taco turning around the, the corner of a building. Oh, that's a yes. good commercial. That's a really good commercial. But they went as far as making the Taco Bell dog toys, like the talking Taco Bell plush toys. They had the Taco Bell uh, kids meal toys. Like that's just Taco Bell alone. Yeah. But then 
they went to the New York City buses system and then added um, ads all over that too, saying like Godzilla's foot is double the size of this bus. Like small things like that really intrigued people and encouraged them to go check out the movie. It's mind blowing of how well the marketing was done for this. It was done really well, but it kind of leads me to something interesting that I was, I came to realize, um, as I was researching this movie, uh, which is that in a way it looks great and there we remember the commercials fondly and uh, they, they really cover New York City and ads and the Taco Bell and all the toys and stuff like that. Um, it, it turned out to be a bad bet. Yes. Um, and I, I don't know if you know the story about it, but um, the reason there was a cartoon. Yes. It spawned a very successful cartoon. The, re- the whole reason for that and, and for the marketing in general is that these Sony executives, they sat down and watched the movie and they were like, this thing fucking sucks. And they were like, we need to get people excited about this in any way possible. So they took yeah. this big giant bet on marketing, hundreds of millions of dollars. We need to make toys. We need to make a cartoon. Mm-hmm. We need to make, because think about it as a kid, you see a cartoon, it's in your world. Then you want to see the movie it's based on. Absolutely. You know, so they just put their, they, they put shit everywhere. And it turned out, it was basically for nothing. It didn't really. They they kind of they actually the money they would have made back would have been far greater if they had not spent that money on marketing because the mo- the movie didn't do great, but it made it, it all its well money enough. back. It, exactly. it did well enough. But they just lost. Yeah, they 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 just lost that you know three hundred fifty million dollars or whatever that they spent to try to trick people into seeing it. And part of that was the. Trendmaster toys, the toy line. <laughs> okay. Do you remember Trendmasters? I I honestly only remember the Godzilla toys from them. I don't remember okay. any other like toy lines from well, that. Trendmasters company. is is a very uh, pivotal '90s toy manufacturer, and actually, they are based out of guess where? Or they're they're fucking dead now because of Godzilla. But <laughs> they, when they were around. Uh, they were based out of St. Louis, Missouri. No shit! I swear. Wow! I had no idea. Yeah, um, they lost so much money on that Godzilla bet that they actually went bankrupt and they got bought by Jax Pacific. Oh. Um, but so is Jax, that, is Jax here then? Is based out here in Missouri? Or did they just buy out that no, that No, Jax, Jax bought them out because okay, they, okay. you know, just like... That got me really any, excited. Any dying company. <laughs> no, no, no. And now Jax, I don't even think exists. I think Jax is bought I don't think so. By, they probably got bought out too. Oh, it looks like they still exist, but I don't know what the hell they make anymore. I mean, they used to make... Figures. They used to make the wrestling figures back in our day when they had yes. like the hard bodies and the rubber heads. Exactly. But now somebody else is making the new ones. I'm not I'm not too sure. They might be Hasbro or something like that. Yeah, but, um, probably. Probably. But yeah, uh, that was a that was a huge bet that not only didn't pay off, it actually bankrupted an entire Missouri toy company. Wow! Um, so if you look, you know, if you guys remember those toys, those Trendmaster toys, that was it. They yeah. put so that you know what I, I guess they they had a lot of small toy lines before that, and they must have saw dollar signs. And said, oh my god, we're doing a big ass movie! It, and especially then, no, if they see the marketing campaign that Taco Bell was putting out and Pepsi, oh, like yeah, all dude. all of them were putting out. They're like, yes, we need to jump on this as quickly as possible. Well, you know, um, look at this in in 1999, while right after filing bankruptcy because of the the mess of this 98 uh, Godzilla movie, 
Trendmasters made a line of watches called Sea Watches. Dude, Sea Watches were the bomb. Yes, yeah. and they had different tie-ins to like Pokemon. Ironically enough, you know what the first tie-in it has listed here? What's that? In sync. In sync. Holy Your crap! In sync. Full sea circle, watch. dude. <laughs> you probably had that. And they did I Austin did Powers Sea Watch. Oh yeah, um, Austin Powers was one. Yeah, but that was it. They were trying to, you know, this this movie came out. Uh, they were probably really excited at the prospect of making toys for a really big movie. Um, don't get involved with that Roland Emmerich. He's no good. Yeah, yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, and at the end of the day, I do not recommend this movie and i think jamie you can you can agree with that you don't recommend anybody revisiting this or going to watch it or anything but i will say the best thing that came out of this movie was the resurgence of love for the older godzilla movies even some reboots there was like godzilla 2000 um i i think that the the cartoon series that was fully based off this movie and all the characters that were in this movie was pretty well done i enjoyed watching it as a kid and i still enjoy watching it now which you can watch on Tubi. Yep. And I I just think that this the newfound love for the the Gojira franchise in general. I think that a new generation was kind of exposed to the older movies and and the monster movies and stuff and I think they may have interest uh, those kids to check out older horror movies or older monster movies and stuff and I I think that's pretty damn important. Yeah, I think you're giving it a lot of credit. I think it's junk. well when i think of godzilla i think of like summer blockbuster movies and so many things come to mind pivotal so i mean are you uh gosh what's your what's your quintessential summer blockbuster let's put it that way there are a couple that definitely come to mind but i think the first one for some reason, because I think it was may have been my first real blockbuster summer movie that I ever went to the theaters or was excited to go to the theaters to see, was Lion King. Oh gosh, I uh, how many kids here uh, uh, by a sign of raise your hands and I'll pretend I can see it. <laughs> how many kids here had their school school yearbook picture taken in a uh, in a in a Lion King crew neck? Show of I'm hands. sure. I'm sure we have quite a few, especially yeah. all like the guys out there. I'm sure yeah. they at least owned it or definitely took a picture in it. Raise your hand, boys. I was so pumped about this, mostly because my uncle was taking me to go, me and my brother to go see this movie, and my uncle wasn't really like super active with us. So whenever he came around and like played with us or took us somewhere, it was always an exciting adventure. But this is the first time that he's taken just my brother and I and was solely responsible for my brother and I out into the town. Oh, dude. Hell yeah. So this was kind of a big deal for him and a big deal for us. He did not like Lion King. He was bored through the entire <laughs> thing, which I can only imagine. Like, what what do you do back in the day? You can't look at your phone or you can't like you can't distract yourself. Is this a cool, is this a cool rocker, uncle? No, he's a hick. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's a okay. straight up small okay, town okay. hick and he will Hell tell yeah, anybody that I, i'm a redneck and proud of it he owns so many guns he's unfortunately has passed uh, oh, over, sorry uh you know five that. or six years ago but we weren't super close but i pictured a rock star uncle saying dude i kind of wish i do have i do have one rock star uncle and i'm sure he'd be brought up sometime eventually but but this was a big deal. He took us to go see Lion King. My brother and I really enjoyed it. And then afterwards, he's like, let's go to Burger King. And both of us were like, oh, hell yes. Because we watched Lion King. Now we're going to go eat Burger King and get the Lion King toys. Like, it was a perfect pairing. Dude, this is like a... Was he trying to, like, win custody of you guys or something? What's going on here? <laughs> I think he was just trying to be the rad uncle for some reason. 
just one day he woke up. He's like, I got to be better with these kids. Yeah, I mean, that, that could King be a it. movie. T- today's the day. I'm going to go see Lion King. I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> what? Uh, all right. So how? I don't really remember the 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 Burger King Lion King toys. They were actually kind of lame. There were like there were boxes, and then you put your finger in the bottom of it, and then exposed like a little finger puppet. You remember those? Oh, those are junk. You know they, what? I, they were lame. <laughs> I would have. I I really would have thought the McDonald's would have had this one. I thought so too, but I maybe Don't I'm you wrong. Usually maybe, get the Disney movies. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, I maybe I'm mixing up some memories here. But but anyway, okay. we regardless, we went to Burger King, and I enjoyed Burger King over any other fast food. So I was excited about. Yeah, this. I was gonna say that. The, the uncle taking you to Burger King is way more exciting than the uncle taking you to McDonald's. You go to McDonald's anytime. <laughs> Burger King exactly. seems like, oh, Burger King, really? Whoa. It's like it's like Target compared to Walmart. Yeah, back yes, especially yes. back in the nineties. I mean, yeah. <laughs> McDonald's had some bangers when it came to the toys, but sometimes Burger King banged a little harder. Uh, but anyway, shake them up, fries, but, bro, <laughs> dude. We'll talk Remember about those? that eventually on the show. Rocket power. Oh hell yes! But anyway, uh, this was back when Burger King had their own play place. And and it was kind of subpar compared to uh, McDonald's Play Place because McDonald's Play Place sometimes it would have like two or three stories, which was rad. Yeah. But this one was just one story, had like a little play area, and then it had a ball pit. <laughs> and I remember we ate, and then my uncle was like, "Okay, go ahead, go ahead and go play. Uh, I just want to be alone and chill." And so both of us went. My brother and I went in there and then he went straight for the ball pit as I was going through like the little jungle gym and the little tunnels and everything like that, making my way to the ball pit. And then when I got there, I heard a kid go, somebody pooed and like running out, like running past me. I'm like, what's going on? I came out there and I see my brother in a corner. (laughs) My fucking brother dropped a deuce (laughs) in the ball pit. And then I like ran out to go tell my uncle while my brother is still in there. And it smells straight up like shit, dude. It's bad. Was it's he bad. sick? What's going on? And he wasn't sick. My brother had weird, weird instances like this. Like he would run around the neighborhood naked, like at four. I'm like, bro, so when you, bro. So when you were in the tube and you peered around the corner, yes. he's just hunched over shitting. <laughs> and just no, like, he a was, lo- he was like it was a log. Just he, was, a log? he was squatting and it was, it was a log. So. Dude, Where's why my... did you just take that to the bathroom? I guess he couldn't make it. Dude, I don't know. But You but can what... <laughs> always make it with a log. If I was going to say, if he right. had diarrhea, I was going to say, okay, It'd be sick. different. It'd be different. Wow. But no. he. But then he proceeded to take off his pants and leave them in there. And then what does my uncle do? He coaxed a kid with money to go in the ball pit and retrieve the shitty drawers Holy so we can go straight shit. home. Because he was done. He was done he's with this whole adventure. He's, done. he's, he's like, done. I'm never taking these kids out ever again. He, woke and he up, never did. He woke up thinking, I'm going to be a good uncle. I'm going to take <laughs> these kids to see Lion King. I'm going to feed them, a, get them doped up on chicken nuggets. <laughs> and then your brother, like a fucking menace, takes a full Dude. meatloaf in the ball pit. Yes, yes. Oh. And then he went to sleep thinking, I'm never going to see these kids ever again. Like, I'm, I'm over being an uncle. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. dude. And that has been a story that gets retold at least once a year since then. Man, um, around here, there we do have the... Uh, I think every Burger King has a little playroom now, or is it, are they starting to be extinct? I think they're starting to be insti- uh, <laughs> extinct because of COVID. Oh, yeah. that Well, that's true. 
Uh, and also there's fucking Kansas City maniacs taking logs inside of them. <laughs> And this was in Missouri, but I'm sure there were some in Kansas as well. <laughs> well what what movie comes to mind for you when you think of uh, summer blockbuster movies? Nothing anymore. <laughs> it's all gone. That's it. That's I had it. a lot to say, but I don't. It's just gone. What's your, what was the look on your brother's face when you pe- peered around the corner and saw him doing? That? I think he was satisfied. Wow. Because he was like, I feel so much better now. He wasn't like ashamed or scared no. looking. Because no. when you were describing it, I pictured you looking around the corner and the tube and seeing him have a little scared look in his eye. It, no, I think he was like satisfied. He was like, uh, now I can go back out and finish my, my burger and fries. I mean, when I think of, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> your, is your brother in jail? No, no, no. He's he's fun employed right now, living with some chick or something. I don't know. He's living his life. Tell her, tell her to watch out. Don't tell her anything. Steer, I'm not steer going clear. to. I will. Um, I don't know. I, I summer blockbuster movies. I mean, you always got the quintessentials. Independence Day for me, of course. Just when we grew up, you know. Um, and actually, by us, there's this place called uh, the Liberty Science Center, and uh, it's sort of like. Um, Gosh, how could you describe it? It's almost like a theme park with no rides and a bunch of just interactive things you put your hands oh, all yeah. over. Yeah, we, we have that here in Kansas City. It's called Science Center. It's probably the exact same thing. Like little it, little experiments, little science yeah, yeah. facts. And it's kind of like a museum, like a child museum. Yes, yeah, so I guess that's a better way to describe yeah, it, a child yeah. museum. It's sort of set up like... You know, um, this one here is it's it's looking over, you know, the New York City skyline and you know you go in there you do all the stuff but it actually also had like the one of the first IMAX theaters in it so that was kind of oh, like cool. the place to go so you're walking wow. in and, and there, there's the planetarium there's all this really cool shit um, but it was an early IMAX theater there so you know before IMAX really kicked in and was 3D and all this stuff it was just a giant screen with, with speakers all over so that's where we saw Independence Day and uh, wonderful experience but uh, you know there was in the Liberty Science Center, after seeing that, I think we, it must have been a birthday party. Uh, we watched we watched Independence Day, solid movie, Roland Emmerich, fair enough. But then we did the Liberty Science Center, and there was something in the Liberty Science Center called the Dark Tunnel. Oh, and no. <laughs> I was so fucking scared of the prospect. Basically, what it was, was this maze-like tunnel that you had in the to dark. get. In the dark. That's pitch black. And you had to get on your hands and knees to to, to crawl around. It's even worse. <laughs> and I would have legit panic attacks. When I knew I had to go to a birthday party there, I was like, they're going to make me go in the dark. <laughs> there are so many aliens in there. No, I just, I was, and my fear, I think, was that I'm going to go in, I'm going to get lost because I can't see. Oh. It's going to take me forever to get out. And then when I get out, I'm not going to be able to find my parents. I just it was <laughs> they just big, left you there. <laughs> it was this big spot, and that was for real for years as a kid. I was like, I don't want to go in the dark tunnel because I'm going to get lost. And I'm going to come out. I'm not going to be able to find my group or the parents that I'm with. And I'm going to be stuck here. That's trauma. <laughs> and I always, Damn. I didn't want to admit that I was scared of the dark tunnel. Of course not. So I would always have a reason like, I have to go to the bathroom. Uh, yeah. As yeah, everybody yeah. else is going through it, you're like, I gotta, oh, you're gonna, I gotta you're take gonna a shit miss in the, the dark tunnel. Oh no, maybe I'll, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll catch up, you know. And I always, <laughs> so, whatever. I, I was great, and I, they all went in after we saw Independence Day. I, like, I gotta go. I have to see something, 
And I, you know, what do you have to go see? You're at a party. But yeah. I escape for a minute. I come back. Perfect timing. I'm ahead. I'm like, Jamie, you are a fucking master. You have successfully <laughs> avoided the dark tunnel. Everybody's yeah. high-fiving. This is great. We're going to rejoin the party. Then um, we go. We continue. And there's this there's this uh, display later uh, in, in the Liberty Science Center, which is you do pull-ups on it. You do chin-ups. And it, it's the metal uh, measures your heart rate. So as you're doing oh, chin-ups, okay. it tells you uh, how your heart rate's going. So, and at this point in time, I could do a lot of pull-ups. This was like, this was like, I, w- I was pretty impressed about that. I didn't have a lot of things going <laughs> for me as a kid with a bowl cut who had to wear a nose plug in the pool. And uh, uh-huh. but um, <laughs> you could do like I could do a lot of pull-ups. pull-ups. So okay. I was like, I'm gonna impress, the, I'm gonna impress the girls at this birthday party. I'm gonna impress the stranger. I'm gonna do all these pull-ups. Just succeeded avoiding the scary dark tunnel. <clears throat> Everything's great. So I get up, I do pull-ups, and I'm I'm, I'm like getting I'm like getting to thirty, and I'm like these wow. people are, are these people are so impressed at 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 me. Yeah, and you know the heart rate's happening, whatever. I get down, I finish, I go to turn around, like look how much the party is gone. No, the party has left me. <laughs> like, I, wait, guys, wait. No, wait. they were gone. <laughs> they, they were left. gone, gone. They left. <laughs> Unimpressed. Yeah, they just got bored watching me do, and they just left. They just left me a little ass kid in this place, and I was so scared, and my heart is throbbing. I'm just running around, going, "Where's my family?" You know, I'm running around. So I always equate summer blockbusters and Independence Day with getting abandoned at the Liberty Science Center. I had to, I had to, damn dude, I had to get a teenager to. Can you help me call my parents? <laughs> and they're over the them. intercom. <laughs> Will the parents of Jamie Killsby meet him <laughs> in the dark tunnel? <laughs> my parents weren't there. I was there for a birthday party, so the only parents were my friends' parents, and uh, okay. they, just, they just got. I, they just left. They just left me. That I, is I, I, terrible. I, I, I was like, I think I was crying. I think I was like, I left him. I would be. And, uh, and the, the Liberty be. Science Center is like three floors. It's filled with kids. There's fucking laser beams and planetariums. I'm just running full speed, <laughs> crying, <laughs> trying to find people. And then eventually I ran into them before, you know, I because I just kept running and crying. And um, I found them doing some other thing. And I had uh, uh, to... Clean up real quick. Be like, yeah, this yeah. is cool. This is fun. Yeah. They didn't even notice they left me, and so I just rejoined not. the group without them noticing. So anyway, it's still, dude. That's some, that's a lot of trauma. So every yeah. time you think of like ID four or Godzilla, you instantly like your heart rate skirt starts racing. But yeah, I think at that time I got because I was just avoiding trying to get lost for years in that dark <laughs> tunnel, and then I wasn't even in there, and I got abandoned. I got left, and I was, you know, I thought it was going to come out looking great, doing so many pull-ups. Yeah. It's the summertime. I'm going to be in fifth grade next year. You know? <laughs> That's even worse. You're like, all the girls are going to like me. They're going to remember this day. They're going to remember did, this. That Jamie but did now, 30. <laughs> they remembered me crying in the Liberty Science Center. I was the kid that cried in the Liberty Science Center. Hey, you remember me? The kid that cried in the Liberty Science Center. <laughs> Oh yeah, hey. Yeah. <laughs> rough, rough, rough go of it. Yeah, seriously. Well, there you have it. We, uh, I don't want to say it's a full in-depth look at Godzilla, 
Uh, but we tried to cover as much ground as Godzilla's foot did in those commercials. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we 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 uh, did a little Godzilla, and we just kind of kind of. There's only so much Godzilla talk you do, and then we went into the uh, summer movies. Hopefully, that's okay. Uh, I'm it is sure summertime. Big Ed would be will be satisfied with the amounts of stuff we cover. I mean, Godzilla collectively is only what maybe 15 minutes of screen yeah. time in the movie. Maybe 15 well, minutes. I just I wanted to make a um, just an announcement really quick. Uh, uh, okay. Ed uh, keeps taking me off the CCs in the email chain, and um, I would like him to not do that. I didn't realize that, yeah. Jamie. I'll, I'll make sure that I CC you on the ones that he doesn't doesn't CC okay. you on. That, that's enough. frustrating. I'm, I'm sorry about that, dude. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, I don't know why I brought it up. Just you know, weird things weird things afoot in the bogus but, studio here. Right, right. Well, speaking of Big Ed, if you are in the uh, Dallas area... Dallas-Fort Worth area, yeah, that's right. Dallas-Fort Worth area, definitely check out uh, Ed's Retro Arcade and Chili. I I heard that they just released their new Mexican, like the new recipe for the Mexican chili. Heard us to die for. And you can like pair that up with Double Dragons, dude. That's amazing. We've got a lot of thoughts about it, and uh, we're mostly excited. Yes, absolutely. And I believe... If uh, if our e- I don't know if you got the email or not, but I think starting our next episode, we're getting right into the thick of the Halloween season. Yeah, I could get behind that. I you know what we I, I was joking on the top saying this is a bad start to the relationship because he sent us the Godzilla <laughs> movie. I did know it was nice to open up the mail and get oh cool we have an actual tape to watch. Yes, uh, that was that was kind of cool. But um, yeah, uh, rough movie and we're really excited to start Halloween and uh, hopefully the new sponsor is a good thing for the show. Yeah, um, I think it really will be. He's already sent me, uh, I don't know if you got the email or not, uh, it's just very strange, kind of awkward to talk about on the air here, but one of his emails had like an episode of Home Improvement, like one of their Halloween specials. So I think it's more than just movies. I think we're going to yeah. be covering TV shows and uh, maybe commercials or to- I don't know yet. I'm, okay. I'm really excited to see what Big Ed will bring to the table. I don't, all right. Is there, I, okay, yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't on that email, but sounds good. Cool, cool. Yeah. Well, um, Sounds fun. I guess we're going to be starting the spooky season here very soon. We got a lot lined up for you with the bogus cast. I just I think it feels great to be back. I, I love hanging out with you again, Jamie. I feel like it's been way too long yeah, since I've seen your beautiful face. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's all that matters, dude. Seriously, that's all that matters. It's like it's, it, we carve out some time where we can hang out and discuss a movie. I have some reservations about a sponsor. I'm not going to lie to you. Should we talk about this off air? No, 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 no. Because I'm not going to – This it's all good. It's all good okay. in the hood. I just want to be transparent with our listeners because they're smart people. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I, the, the listeners – the people that listen to our show that I've met are smart, you know? Yeah, I, I can definitely agree with that. I met Spooky Basement. Yes, of Very course. smart. Love that dude. We got to get him on the show. We got to talk to Big Ed about getting him on the show. I met Scary David. Oh, Scary David, you met him in the flesh. Very smart. Smart guy, yes. Um, I think I'm afraid of, of, of scaring listeners away with this new sponsor deal. Uh, and I have my reservations, but I, I will tell you guys, you, you're in good hands. We're not going to let you down. I can agree with that. Yeah, we're not going to let him dictate everything about the show. We're still going to have our comedy. We're still going to have say on what we cover. So, Jamie, I honestly think you have nothing to worry about. No, just like uh, Matthew Broderick in a swimsuit. Exactly. Yeah. But but always remember, zipper up front. 
Yeah, Zipper right. up front, my friends. And until next time, always remember to be kind. Rewind. And we'll all stay Universe. We got the host, Rashul Maker, Nutty like Babe Ruth, Candy Bars, Any Takers, and Arsenal of VHS tapes. I'm feeling really great. I'm hoping y'all great. Flea markets, yes, yeah, one for a nickel. Complain about Rwanda sounding like Angelica Pickles. Watching PMP, maybe Malcolm in the middle. Sail on Gary the Snail. Mr. McNeely, I hope one of these days you will bring me my mail. Eat count, shot your little you hoover, order pale ales. You want dope than diamonds, I got my bling with sales. Thinking I'ma get riders like what's still up for bail. I got dope rhymes for the VHS community. Got some lunch meat for you Nimrods. Rat King Steve Jobs on that PT style and distant. Eat my socks, ox, dragon slayer, modified with lasers. What we need right here is some good old taters. Back to back clamshells of the King Crusader. The one from the 90s as well as beyond. You're an asshole if you play as a job and James Bond. Y'all gone. With that sheet that wiggity rack Like soda this flat is spilling right Into your lap This sounds lousy Another episode featured on Boom Howdy And I'm Howdy Cause Forever bogus Y'all should know this Forever bogus Y'all should know this Forever bogus Y'all should know this This be the best podcast in